Happy Friday, Fresco Babies. How are we? I hope you had a great week. I hope you have a fun weekend planned. Even if that fun is just making pancakes and dancing with your socks on on a linoleum floor so you can do the spins all cool like, like, uh, Christy Yamaguchi. That is a deep 90s reference. If you had a sister, you know, if you, maybe not. Maybe if you're a guy, you know, I took figure skating lessons for, uh, like three, three and a half years. Uh, that is a little, that just, I don't know where that came from, but that's a fact about me. I'm talking very fast. I guess I'm really into this today. Uh, this is a great episode. Want to be very spicy at the top, um, about some, he's having some problems getting paid at work and, and needing to fill out these forms that he has to pay to fill out. And actually after the episode was finished, we talk about it in the episode and after we finished uh, recording, he sends me a text that in order to submit these forms uh, of identity, it is an additional cost of $125. Uh, life is a joke. We talk about that a lot. Um, also, on a serious note, um, I do confess something big in this episode, so I, I'm not going to give you the minute mark, it, but you'll you'll hear it. I do, I do flag it. Um, you know, I just found out some unfortunate news, and I just wanted to come clean. So uh, if you're into gotcha journalism, uh, this is the episode for you. Um, but I think everything's going to be okay. So, so I, I guess I apologize, but you, to know more, you'll have to listen. Um, yeah, I guess, uh, I hope everybody has a great weekend. It's starting to get warm here where I live. It's very nice. Um, it's kind of like that scene in Bambi when all the animals wake up in the spring and dust the snow off and Thumper thumps and scratches his ear. That's how it feels, but in human form, I'm Thumper scratching his ear. But my version of that is like taking out a lot of recycling that I haven't want to take out to trudge the snow to take out. So I'm running out of time. I hope everybody has a wonderful thumping weekend. Enjoy this week's episode of Fresco Savage Live from the Interdimensional Bedroom. Baby! How's it going, man? Dude, how are you today? Wannabe. I'm doing well. Let's get it all out there. You said you've got a confession for me. Do you want to go first? You want to do it right away at the top? Nope. I just I wanted to get it out there because I'm peeved. I think, I don't know what kind of day you're having. You've got something to talk about. Well, my day I've... just started. My day okay. just started with a uh, slept a little late, which is mm. fine. I, I give myself the grace. Um, and... I got a text from Wannabe that said, can we do this early? We plan on doing it five hours from now, six right. hours from now. And I said, you know what? I like the energy. Let me go get some coffee and uh, let's let's go. So I'm hoping you take the reins at first so I can sip my oat milk chai latte <laughs> and just come into myself. Yeah. You know? Did you get the coffee from the coffee shop you work at? Or a no, my spot. coffee shop is only open on weekends. Oh, you're. Oh, my bad. I thought you only worked on weekends. I forgot oh. they're only open on weekends. All right, all right. Yep, and I work every day. They're open. Yeah, this is my local spot. This is is that spot. a spot that also is a sub shop? The one you got? Yeah, it's it's my favorite place in town. 
Me too, dude. I love that spot. Yep. Well, let's Man. just shout him out. Beyond Brood and Jay Ray's Deli in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Fuck yeah. It. Yeah. That place is fantastic. I it can is, tell by the uh, club, You told me about that spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I got the cold brew from there today as well. Nice. Yeah. We're both coming so, from the same source. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're coming from the same source. Also, I've told everyone I work with about the subs. And they're now hooked. Like I get a yeah, text every time. I did it with my employees or my my coworkers too. They uh they are hooked on them. They're the best subs ever, dude. They're the Definitely best in this dude. town. Definitely this is no not clue. hashtag not a sponsor. You just can't go back to any type of Subway or Jimmy right. John's after for the same price. You're getting fresh break, fresh baked, fresh bread, fresh baked bread. Um, from a local bakery as well, which is great. Oh yeah, we're keeping money. We're you know your my sandwich pays their mortgage. That's it's right. So much better That's than right. paying somebody a CEO in Seattle right. or fucking right. or Wyoming. You know, like some guy, some rich fuck who just collects dividends. That's right. Like, I want to make a difference here. For those of you who are a longtime <laughs> fan of the show, you know how we feel about bread. You know how oh. seriously we take bread. Uh, it's it's the foundation of life. Foundation of life. Also, more ways than one. We should totally talk about like how fascinating it is that some person, maybe we already did, but like they figured out how to make bread from chopping wheat and then heating it up with water and stuff. Like that's really fascinating that we even have bread. But we're not gonna get into that because that's not. What we're not gonna is. get into that today because that's the same conversation we talk about. Like, how did people start eating crustaceans? We did get into that. Okay. I, I No, no, no. I'm saying like that's, oh. the, that's the same day we get into that. Like how oh. hungry humans are the smartest people in the world. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Okay. But get it off your chest, baby. You just paid a fine of, <sighs> you just got, you just got fined for doing your job and you tell and me all about it. I, I'm not going to mention the job title, but I've been working at a job I, that I've been supposed, I've, I had a little internship there that was unpaid and that's fine. And I started that in October. And, and that is generally then, accepted as part of the job though. So you knew yes, going in yes. that you'd take six months yes. or in your case, two years um, unpaid to do yes. the job yes. uh, and you will eventually make money. I got, the, I got an unpaid internship round two. Okay. Got, sometimes yep. you need a little extra experience. Round two electric boogaloo. Sometimes you got to do it. That's just fine. But the problem is, is that as of January, uh, I believe it was, yeah, pretty much the beginning of January, I was supposed to start getting paid. It is now February 24th. I've not gotten a dollar, a dime. Yeah. I haven't gotten yeah. a dime. Okay. That was another and, job. I would have quit. I'm telling you right now. Right. Same. I, it's been a lot of paperwork that I was originally told was taken care of. And I've been, I've been giving out information to strangers over email, yep. over the phone, in social person. security numbers. Yep, <laughs> throw it out for the security ether. number. Basically, might as well throw that thing on a fucking billboard at this point because <laughs> it's been all over town. It's been all over town. Everyone um, knows. I, I and still, and it's literally like on Fridays when I'm thinking I'm gonna get paid that night. Like last Friday, I was like sure I was gonna get paid, and I get an email from some motherfucker from in Michigan saying. Oh. Hey, we need this document actually. Sorry, can't get paid today. Gotcha oh again. My biatch. God, dude. That's what it feels like. It, it feels like this person is saying, Gotcha again, Biatch. Good luck getting through <laughs> another two weeks. And then yeah, I scramble, yeah. you know, I'm I'm scrambling to find money in weird places. 
Um, and humiliating. You're selling humiliating. Your, your, your pawning your guitar again. Pawning the guitar, heading to the pawn shop. I'm eating tuna and scraps for dinner. Oh, anyway, boy. and then so this week, the new adventure was reaching out. So they can't pay me until I get my fingerprints, despite the fact that I'm not a fucking felon. They still need my. Why do they need your fingerprints? I. It's because I'm out of. I'm coming from Minnesota. Because apparently Minnesota is full of a bunch of sketchy people with dirty fingers, and they need to see my fingerprints to know. Wait, that wait, I wait, 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 Is that the real reason? Is because no. they're worried about felons, or they just want you on record for they, this job? One of the requirements was if you lived in another state other than Wisconsin since you've been 17 years old, which applies to me, they need to see my fingerprints. I don't know why. I don't know what they were worried about. I don't know what they're going to find on my fingers. That's not good energy. That is not good energy because that is like they're they're assimilating you into the into the database. Right. Wanna. They want my old, they want my, they have my social security number. You I know it's weird about fingerprints. Just a second. I need, go, I need to talk about it. fingerprints. Real go ahead. Quick. Go ahead. Because I just remember, I just got a triggered memory in that, you know how fingerprints don't change. You know yeah. that, right? They don't, right. they just, the, your fingers just get bigger, but your fingerprints yeah. don't change. Right. That's who you are. When I was in preschool, we went to the police station and they took oh everybody's fingerprints. No way. That's fucked. What the fuck is that? That's actually fucked. So That's... I'm in the system and I've never done anything wrong. Well, legally. Well, no, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've You're never been caught. System, oh. it was before you did anything wrong, you were in the system and it was before you could give consent. Before I could give consent. Oh my God. That's fucked, I, man. I remember they they were like, oh, it's fun. We're taking everybody's fingerprints, and there's, they took like thirty kids' fingerprints. Yeah, and you know you were rushing. And you know they too. put the name. And they, now that I think about it, it's like they sound like they just were like, this is how you take a fingerprint. Do, 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 right. do, do, do. This is fun. Right. It's right. it was like, oh my god, they should not have need your fingerprint. I bet the cops tipped off the your preschool or kindergarten teacher, and they were like, hey, be real, which ones do you think are head down the wrong which path? Ones? You can tell. Which... You can tell. And they're like, well, this one's named Fresco Savage. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we should get, we got to get, we got to collect that data. Yeah, his last name is Savage. So (laughs) we're going to have him go second. All right. All right. Okay. Back, back to your, I hope there was a resolution. So I need my, let me guess. Fingerprints ain't free, baby. I, so I haven't gotten paid for a month. I've been scrambling. I've got no money. Finger and, I, they say, okay, give give us the fingerprints. You can finally get paid. I go to the website. They say you need a code to enter before you can even get to schedule the appointment for the fingerprints. I've got no idea what the code is. I'm interview. I'm I'm emailing the, my employer. As it said, my employer would provide the code. My employer has no idea what this code is all about. <laughs> oh, so I no. call. So I call the fingerprints place. They say, yeah, we don't really. We're not the actual company, so you're gonna have to call the one eight hundred number because we don't actually do the scheduling stuff. So call the one eight hundred number. I'm on hold for twenty minutes. Uh, Every every, what was the music like, dude? Awful, bad. I don't even. I can't even explain it. It was like a very basic like. It was uh, It was this. It was probably like of. It's probably music made for hold. So it's like royalty free. They don't have to pay for it. You know, like there's good, dude. There's like good jazzy hold music. That's kind of interesting. And this yeah, was like the elevator. worst kind because it was like basic. It was like a power chord progression where it's just like, okay. 
And yeah, then yeah. every every like 30 seconds, the mm-hmm. voice would come in to interrupt the music just when I would get into the jam of it. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Field Prince. We appreciate your call. Someone is oh, talking dude. on the phone right now. We're waiting. To... <sighs> and that was the worst part of it, man. That's why I couldn't. Dude, nothing go for bothers it. us. That's something that bothers me a lot is ro- polite robots. Yes. The ro- programmed politeness is so stupid to me. Like if you've been it to ruined- like uh, ro- robotic toll booths or any type of robotic ser- or like automatic service, like a car wash where it's like, I appreciate your business. It's like, you're a fucking robot. You do you're not appreciate my business. You don't have the capacity to appreciate anything. <laughs> yeah. So just tell me, I would rather it be like, fuck off, Normie. Like I would rather it say that. <laughs> I would rather it be brash because it would have, I would laugh. It would give me a little joy. It would Just give imagine. me a little joy, which is what it's oh trying to God. do. Like, like think of like 30 seconds of like happy jazz music and then terminate all humans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's funny. Oh shit. Wrong so call. Funny. Oh shit. <laughs> we appreciate your call. Terminate all humans. That would be so much better than all that shit. But anyway, so I'm sitting there for 20 minutes and I'm like, how can a fingerprints business be on hold for that long how many people on a wednesday morning at 9 a.m are trying to call a fingerprint company well everyone there's... has 10 fingers so it's a lot <laughs> i mean for every person there's 10 possible issues they have to call about there is just oh god there is no way that that could be a thing i imagine this fingerprint guy because i'm like then i'm going through my head like who works at a fucking fingerprint business yeah also why is there why is there a third party fingerprint yes. company yes right that yes. is essentially probably held up only by government money through right. grants and, right. and and through taxation of us yeah and some absolute dork is sitting there i know watching the phone ring sitting there watching the phone as it's ringing eating his breakfast or drinking his coffee not answering it because he doesn't want to that's what i imagined and that just yeah. angered me and so yeah. after but i was also very determined because i want to get this done so bad because i I need the fucking money. Obviously, I don't blame you, dude. Me. I'm struggling too. It's tough. It's Corona time's tough time, dude. I only work dude. three days a week. Right, man. They, they've got us in a corner, and so yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm not letting go. I'm not letting up. So I sat there, and it, and then it kept saying, "If you want to leave a message, press one." So I left a message. I left a very angry message, and I made it long. Did. And I yeah. talked a lot about you took I gave out them, your last you took out your yes. last month's frustration on on Pete who takes fingerprints for a living. I, I gave He's him the guy. I gave him all of the information. Like I gave him my life story, not like too much personal information, but like way more information. Like ever ever <laughs> yeah. since January, I gave him everything. And you threw in your social security taken. number. You threw in <laughs> no, your social security dude. number just for good reason. I, just yeah, for good no, reason. I didn't do that, but I did. <laughs> There's a trick that if you leave the message and it's long and then you throw in your phone number at the end, they have to, if they don't get it the first time, they have to listen to the whole message again to get the phone number. So I purposely did that. And I explained him every step I'd taken along this journey of getting the fingerprint that just was not useful for that person at all. And that made me a little happier. Then I I got the fucking code figured out because I revisited a website, finally got the code. And so you didn't I even need to call the guy. Didn't need to call the guy. <laughs> well, I found out afterwards. I, I, I wouldn't have had to call the guy. So this dude now, you know, hopefully. <laughs> He's going to get your emotional weight. Dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to hope... come back from lunch like, working the fingerprint shop is my biggest dream in life. And then he's going to answer the phone and be like, 
I've been trying for two hey, fucking man. months. <laughs> hey man, what's the big idea? Yeah, no, exactly, <laughs> dude. And so, um, a little part of me hopes that his day is worse because of me. I do hope I made someone's day worse because I'll peeved I am. And, yeah, and yeah. now I got to figure it out. I get to the fucking site and a fingerprint costs $36, which oh is going to send God. me into the fucking toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I, you should not have to pay for that. You should at 30, least get reimbursed. Dude. That's what? a significant amount of money, dude. That's like enough food for a week. Tell me how much... It could what the production cost of getting a fingerprint could like how where is the money coming the from? Where's the ink? Yep, that's about the that's paper. All, the paper that I stamp it and on. And then there's there's got to be a computer that's like a Mac Apple II that like you insert and it scans it and puts it on the internet. That's what I'm saying, man. Thirty six dollars. I could strap. That could be food for a week, realistically. Yeah. And the job I'm doing, I'm not getting $36 an hour. I've done the math. No, yeah, you're not. What in the world? And you know it's going to take four seconds to go, eh, stamp, eh, ink, eh, paper, yeah. that's it. What the yeah. fuck? Oh. And it is very frustrating that you've been having to go through all these hoops and that the end is a paywall. And it's a $36 fingerprint. That is so stupid, and I'm so sorry. I'm grateful for it because it's led to a lot of funny moments in my morning, which is nice. I've gotten a lot of laughs out of your misfortune. Yeah. Um, but it's awful, and uh, the system should burn, and I've mm-hmm. said this many times in different fun ways. We, it, it, those roadblocks exist just so people have jobs. Yeah. And... As soon as we have to pay more money to live, your fingerprint won't be $36 anymore. It'll be $3, but it'll be done all by a robot who says thank you. Yes. And so it's like what humans. Yes. It's it's coming. It'll get easier for you to do what you got to do, but it will make the guy who's who sings after his lunch. He goes, working at the fingerprint shop is my biggest dream in life. He won't be able to afford food for a week right he'll be out on the streets and ironically for him to get to the next phase of his life he'll have to a shitty fingerprint he's got to get a fingerprint and he's gonna go and the person the robots he's gonna be like god this robot has no flair when he takes a fingerprint this guy's way worse than me god this guy really it sucks he's got yeah he's got no jazz um i i hope me and that guy meet at a bar someday and he recognizes my voice your voice, and yeah. He's like, hey, is everything He's okay? Like, hey, dude, I know it sounds crazy, but I think I know you. I think I know a bit about your story. And I'm gonna get him <laughs> a shot. Of, I'm gonna give him a shot of whiskey, man. I'm apologize. Give him a shot. You should give him a shot of Rumplemans. I don't know why. Sh- just feels right. Ice cold Rumplemans. Anyway, dude, I appreciate. See, this podcast is the only thing that like gives me any power or 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 ability to like flip those negatives in my what it life gives you what it gives you is authority it gives yeah at least the illusion uh, the illusion of at least you know it is it's it i'm making it a positive but i yep. can only do that if you're here and whoever's listening and so i slash we which our numbers are soaring let me are say they really? are we flying are, man people we're 
we're we're at the same place we were last week when I texted you and said our numbers are soaring. But that is so cool. That is cool that people are latching on. They're listening to prior episodes. Uh, sorry about those first few episodes. We didn't really know what the fuck we were doing. Uh, yeah, I took up. I was I was watching a a lecture on like how to start podcasting and like do's and don'ts of podcasting. And we did the thing that every podcaster does that they said you should do, which is record your first episode and delete your first episode because uh, <laughs> it's okay. never going to be good. And I think, wait, did we delete our first episode? Yeah, ever? we did. Cause I like, Oh, that's right. Myself. Yeah, we did. So we did, we did do the right thing. Perfect. We're naturals. I've been doing this for two years now. I'm a, I'm a professional yeah. podcaster, dude. You've got some. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, Hey man, I feel like, I feel like, 10 pounds lighter in my chest yeah so i would I mean, like to feel lighter i, I know you, i texted man. you yeah i um this can be tough i uh i texted you uh what was it last sunday saturday or sunday and i said i have a confession i would like to do on the podcast and you said oh oh no and i said don't worry i'm just um texting you this to inflate the, the drama but yeah <laughs> Sometimes we don't know what we have till it's gone. Confessions. Sometimes you jump to conclusions when there should be none. Confessions. You know, coming clean is the most important thing we can do. You know, be vulnerable. Confessions. And apologize when you're wrong. And try to explain yourself and put things from your perspective. Confessions. This is the first of many Fresco Confessions. But, uh, so it's come to my attention that, um, let me just start by, um, you know this, I'm a writer, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like I am an observer of life. Mm -hmm. And really all it takes to be a writer or a creative person is to appreciate all things in life. Mm -hmm. to, to, To stop and smell the roses, to to hear something or to see something and understand its value. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I tweeted once stupid in another life. I said, uh, I said like the only thing between an artist and a normal person is an artist sees like the way the rain hits the window and writes it down. You know, like Mm. that's the only difference. Everyone, everyone's there. It's just like, you have to open yourself up to, to the inspiration. And so, um, some of you guys know this. I used to play in a band. Um, and, it, when you do that, you spend a lot of time on the road talking with people, much like this, just your deepest stories possible. And, um, you know, my friend told me a story about him getting his first boob touch while mm-hmm. watching Roots, mm-hmm. right, in eighth grade. And he's the type of person who would never tell that story. Mm-hmm. He's the type of person who would never tell that story. And I asked him flat out, I'm not going to say his name. Cause that would be that he would never say it. Why, why, why would I give that story to him? And so I said, this is an amazing story. Mm-hmm. Do I have your permission to make this story my own in a comedic capacity? Mm. He goes, go for it. He's like, I think it's a ridiculous story and that you should go for it. And, and so it, a couple episodes ago, I told that story as if it was my own, maybe it was, I think it was four or five episodes ago. Mm-hmm. I recall. Um, you recall. Yeah. And my confession is that's not my story. Now, what oh, I don't want people though. to think. So here's what happened. Here's here's what happened. You better start backpedaling our, real quick, man. Because our show started growing, um, the reach of people who are listening has grown. Mm-hmm. And so my friend told that story privately 
Mm. Uh, and it happened to be that one of the people he was telling the story to listens to the podcast. And so they're like, really? wait, they're like, wait. And so, yeah. so it makes me get caught right now. I want to reassure everybody. That's the only story that I've ever taken as my own that I've said on this spot. Everything else has been me the entire time. Even this person confirmed it that night for me, which is great. He's a great guy and I appreciate him. He's one of the best friends I have. But that's why I wanted to come clean and say, and make a little fake drama because it's funny to me. Is like, yeah, that was not my story, but it's still my story because uh, when I write the movie of my life, that's going in there yeah. as me that because is it's a fantastic story, and it's it's it, the world needs to hear it. If you a boob yeah, touch during it, Roots in eighth grade, that is that is gold. I think that it's ethical because you know that your friend wouldn't tell it himself and those stories will not you know some people could go their whole life and not hear that story because it is ridiculous yeah. it's hilarious thinking of kunta kinte and getting Chains. whipped and you're and you're like this is terrible <laughs> and then you're like this is also the best moment of my life right. <laughs> as an eighth grade boy yeah it is the is one nice. of the best stories i've ever heard it's filled it it's because that era of life is filled with like so much like you learn what the world is and that mm -hmm. is you're learning about racism and slave trade yeah. and the female form at the same time yeah, and, and, and learning what those uh, things at the same time has probably never happened in this in the history of right. america or, or many people oh my god yeah it's that is a brilliant moment and i love that metaphor of like the yeah i don't even know the whatever what whatever you call it getting such massive insights and what what's funny too is about we learn about eighth grade boys is that they way they're always going to take the insight of feeling the boob over the lesson they're supposed to learn about the <laughs> the evils of human history right yeah that's a great and point they're all should, they're always going to take the boob that. we should acknowledge I think, that yeah i think we should be teaching eighth grade boys boob first spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down yeah, maybe I, not. That's a weird thing to say because they're underage. Now I feel very weird. Yeah, I, but I see. And I'm saying, not cutting this out. I see what you're saying though. Like we should teach through the like with a much more skeptical on like knowing that they're thinking about boobs rather than yes going with the illusion that they're going to be as excited as any adult would be about learning about the you know the evil of human history of, of U.S. Yeah. history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I I think about that a lot. It'd be it'd be uh you know a tough sell to an ac academic board, but you know some sort of. Man, I just imagine go, imagine going to the academic board with a huge poster board. You flip the paper and it's just it's like boobs. <laughs> we all love them. <laughs> so what? What do, you, what do you guys think about this? Uh, for a poster, it's like it's just it's just a pair of boobs, but it's like one of those cheesy things like. Hey, don't forget your homework. You know, like those cheesy school posters. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> it's like those cheesy. Oh, that's school posters so that funny. Like, oh my that's god, that's so. I hate those cheesy school posters. Yeah, dude. Like you know the one like with the two frogs looking at each other, like two big-eyed frogs. It's like we had homework. You know what I'm talking oh, about? No, I can't think of any of them specifically. But oh like, I just god. imagine like, like there's a. There's like dinosaurs and like it, the quote is like, don't let your homework go extinct in your backpack. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, respect so, me, respect me, Deandra. Yeah. You know, like and, just let, 
I also was terrible at homework, and everybody knows that by now. So, yes, but the dinosaurs it, weren't weren't convincing me to do it. Right. I, exactly. If anything, if anything, they were convincing me I would rather be extinct. But would a pair of boobs have convinced you? No. Okay. <laughs> there is no force. On oh, the- dude! I just remembered in my math class that I took three years in a row because I failed. Um, he had a poster and it was like a Corvette on like mm-hmm. a mountain road and the license mm-hmm. plate said did math. <laughs> and I always thought I was like, I'm going to find success one day and I'm going to take a picture in front of my car with me holding a sign that said did math or didn't so, do math. So the dude was able to buy a Corvette simply because he did some he math. Did, he he oh, did math. Oh my God. That yeah, is yeah, dude. bad. Sometimes the simulation kicks you out early. That for re- me, that is so uncreative on so many levels. You know, like yeah. Well, I mean, on... where so do you many... think they make those posters? Probably in the the shop next to the fingerprint scanning corporate <laughs> office. Oh my god! Yeah, probably. That's that's. Oh god! It probably is a fingerprint print scanning place, man. Because when I called, the dude was like, "Yeah, we actually." It is like a photo shop place. It's a. It, I don't even know what you call it. It's called Sharp Image. Oh, that's a chain, I think. Yeah, I've gotten yeah. photos developed at Sharper Image. So I bet they do make those Was that in Eau Claire? Posters, yeah. That guy's I'm busy, going. dude. Have you ever I've been got there? The, I've, got the, um, I've got the appointment at 3.30 today. Nice. That's where you're getting your fingerprint done? And, dude, I'm not mad at the Sharp Image guy. I'm mad at the Field Prints guy because Field oh, Prints yeah. was the one that's I'm who, That's who logs it and data, databases it and archives it. Yeah, but even and when tells I called, your job that you're not a felon on the run. Yes, and even when I called the field prints number, they sent me to another one eight hundred number, which did not make any sense to me. Because what else are you doing if you work at field prints? All it is, man, and I really believe this: a lot of American industry is just set up to give people jobs. It's yeah. hoops and ladders to to inflate the economy and so people buy more cars and houses yeah those jobs don't need to exist they maybe had to exist when things when technology did not exist but now that technology exists it you it's just it's an it's just in it's inflation it's just it's just pumping up the economy that's all yeah that's true i like to be because all all, gdp is the biggest goal for a country right gdp gross domestic product that's it so it's it's uh they don't care about you. They they care, but they like you having to go through these hoops has given people four jobs, and you're not the only person right. going right. through the hoops. Right? Isn't that wild to think about? How we're it's just it's all. Someone just sent me a TikTok. I haven't talked to that person in twelve years. What am I doing <laughs> with my phone? It's all just nonsense. A lot of it. It no, is all no, nonsense. All there no, aren't there. There's a lot, a lot of nonsense, of though. I will agree because I talk. I talk to my family, or like I talk to people who work corporate jobs. It's like, how do they not realize this is all a ruse? It's yeah. everybody making the guy above them more money, guy or girl, whatever. Gender doesn't matter. Why would I assume right. anything? Right. It's it's just it's just people making people more money on top of them. That's all it is. It's just a trickle right. down, trickle up of of money. Mm-hmm. And it's so stupid yeah. and so dumb. And it's like, what are we doing? Live your life. You're waiting for retirement. Retire now. Figure out a way. What do you want to do in retirement? If you don't know, I'm figure it out. Yeah. Is your retirement? Do you want the freedom to read a lot of books? 
Find a job that just gives you enough money to read a lot of books now. If you want to have a family, you're going to have to make more money. But if that's truly what you want, then that's fine. But people are so mindlessly cogs in the machine. It it drives me up the wall. Yeah, I think that idea of that, because to do that, like financial freedom or having freedom to actually do what you want. um, Now, here we go into a little philosophy corner here. There was a Oh, let me give me a second to put in the song and roll the tape. Dreams, required readings, a philosophy class you had to take to graduate with a liberal arts degree. Listen in as Wannabe takes us down the deep, deep path that never ends into our own minds. This is the Philosophy Corner. There is a philosopher named Jean-Paul Sartre. French existentialist philosopher, Jean-Paul Sartre, I think is how you'd say his last name. Mm, but let me try it. Sartre. 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 S-A-R-T-R-E. S-A-R-T-R-E. And he had this idea that we are condemned by freedom. When we find ourselves in those positions where we're truly free, we mm. don't know where to go. And Nietzsche compared it to being in a boat surrounded by the ocean. And I think that without that idea of climbing the ladder, idea of working for someone above you, people mm. truly wouldn't know what to do. And I'm thinking back to I agree with you. middle school marching band where we had, we had this um, role of the older kids got to play the nicer snare drums that had better pads on the shoulders. And that's oh. when I was first introduced to the idea of, what's that called, um, of of seniority seniority and they'd say seniority like i'd literally have the fucking drum on and and then this kid dylan would come up and be like hey seniority and i just have to give my drum and we're we're introduced so young to that idea of like the person that's been there the longest gets like first dibs on stuff and i think that's one of those things that without that type of order there would be a bit more chaos and that is where people get stressed out and so subconsciously we like this this whole system of you stay, you stay somewhere longer. Maybe you hate your job, but if you stay there longer, you get the first you choice. You get the better office. On. You get the office closer to the bathrooms. You closer get... to the bigger windows or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yep. dude. yeah, yeah. Fascinating. It's in a way. It, it is a way to create peace through. Yeah. You, you trick people into a lifetime of making money. Yeah. for other people and it, it tricks them into wanting that yeah right you know and it, it 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 we are almost enslaving ourselves in a way and i i don't want to say not not like what we reference with roots not that right. type of slavery obviously that's not what i'm saying right but in a way it's like this uh it's a, it's an emotional enslavement. It is a mental enslavement into like needing constantly needing the next thing and not feeling vilified until you have that next thing. It's hedonic. We talk about this all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to, talk- Oh yeah. It's like when someone asks you, Hey, what's your favorite song or what's your favorite food? There are so many, like if right now I was like, all right, Matt, I mean, surprise, go. you can have whatever food you want right now. What do you, what do you choose? It is so difficult to choose sometimes because there are so many options. If you literally were free to have whatever you wanted right now, you couldn't choose, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's that idea of you're condemned by freedom. And I, okay, I, oh, I love that so much. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, 
at a certain point, why not make whatever meal is in front of you your favorite meal? Now you're talking like Nietzsche, or I think uh, in a lot of ways, like a Buddhist as well, just finding that. Um, no, you're talking like Marcus Aurelius philosopher. Uh, Marcus Aurelius was an ancient Greek philosopher I've talked about, and he had a concept of amor fati, which means a love of one's fate. A, a love of one's fate. Oh. And they said it just like you did. Make whatever happens in your life what you want. Don't, yeah. don't find what you want first and then try to seek it. Have whatever happened be what you want. And that Ooh. is the fucking key right there. Yeah. Um, but you, but then how do you want things? You have to adjust your mindset, your behavior, and your desires to match what, what happens to you, you know? You yeah, yeah. get to choose whether you get to you, you get to choose it. whether you yeah exactly your perspective and whether you enjoy something you know you can see it as this or that you can see it as the achievement you know because it's i mean it's it's a really it's a much smarter way of saying the classic like it's not the destination it's the journey yeah you or, know? it's yeah, like or, which would, would definitely probably is on a school poster with some dinosaurs on it it's some, uh, some in absolutely some absolutely yeah, and uh, a little owl with a graduation cap on uh yeah <laughs> Yeah. that guy that guy does big business in the school posters but uh yeah yeah it's it, i mean that's why i think it's so just to wrap up i think it's so important to dream really 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 large dream really really big mm -hmm. is because i experienced this in my last band and i think one of the reasons it didn't work out for us even though i think we were very talented and we had all the tools we did what we wanted to do. We got exactly what we wanted. Hmm. You know, we set our dreams. We set our sights on a goal of touring. And then we did it. And then we're like, oh, now what? Like, we didn't have like, <laughs> so it's like now I don't even undertake a project or anything unless I see the ultimate, like in my head, I have to see the ultimate manifestation of my idea. Like, like playing a show on the moon, because hmm. if you, have that side ahead of you like wherever you fall is going to be further than like a like a realistic dream you would have you mm -hmm, know that's mm -hmm. why i think it's so important to like where you land is always going to be further if you set your sights further out right and then just learn to appreciate mm -hmm. that and and allow yourself to let your dream evolve and not get mm -hmm. too caught up in in seeking the thing you wanted like when you were 16 or whenever you know like let your dream evolve like dude i'm i say this all the time i have all these ideas in my head that could totally th this cart could get knocked off the rails by a pretty girl easily and then i'm just <laughs> like uh, i just think i want to be a family man <laughs> yeah you had mentioned that. the right person coming to my life if, and it, I, I it could knock everything off the rails <laughs> easily Oh my God. Yeah, that's hilarious. I, I want to touch on one last point from Marcus Aurelius, I think, to wrap up what you're saying. And it involves bread. All right. Oh I my think, God. I love I, a good loaf. Give me a right? loaf. I think the key in like what you're touching on is you should have goals. And obviously, if someone was actually totally content with their life, but they weren't doing anything, that's also maybe not the most healthy way to live. And so yeah, it is. I think you should always be trying to better yourself a little bit. Yeah. And um, it's, you want to have those goals. You want to have those intentions. Marcus Aurelius would say you want them to be just and you want them to 
be for the good of the community rather than like just the individual, whatever, that's a whole nother podcast, but having those intentions, but also then when you find yourself getting what you want and inevitably, you know, you will, you'll lose that satisfaction after a while, after you keep, Mm -hmm. if you continue to get what you want. Um, And you don't want to say stagnant, but I, what I try to do when I get what I want or achieve a goal is then find gratitude in something that I hadn't before. And he talks about taking the time to, to like, be in awe of the uh, he talks about baked bread and the wheat crumbles at the top or the way that the wheat cracks at the top of freshly baked baked bread uh-huh. and just finding something new to be sort of fascinated by in the world which i think we do quite often on this podcast i think we, I think we do it all like, the time you know how i we, think you know, i think i'm right in line with mr right? aurelius right i think you are too and um that's you know after you do that there's no way that you can be unhappy. I don't think. I don't know. Well, you'll probably find a way to, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, I, I, I would argue it's it may lead to more unhappiness. That's been the biggest goal for me, man. Is a battle. This battle I have with cynicism. How do I maintain mm-hmm. a childlike wonderment without being shit on? Because it, it's impossible. And the only way I've found is through humor, because mm, life I is a that. fucking life is a fucking joke. Yeah. And so you can either take it two ways. You'd be like, God, life is a fucking joke. Or you can be like, life's a fucking joke. (laughs) Like, like humor allows me to not feed into my cynical side because my cynical side can take the reins quick. And I'm I'm just watching Mark Maron clips and it's just like, come on. (laughs) Like, I'm just, I'm deep. I'm eating potatoes with no salt, no butter. I'm just like, food is fuel. Fuck it. You know, like, but life is colorful and, It'll let you down and build you up in all these weird, different ways. And you just got to keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times because life's a fucking joke. Right. Dude, and I, I think it's funny you say potatoes because the other day I sent you that video of that old guy making baked potatoes in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he, it's a, it's a seven to ten minute video. Of this it's, way too lo- it's way too long when I watched every long. minute of it. And he's just amped up about making six baked potatoes and the yeah. video has two million views <laughs> and i Life think is that's not the key you know i don't know what is that's all i've got today fresco i really think it's just yeah it's it, it was an authentic video because he didn't expect anything of it and right. through that authenticity you see you see something real and it's so much better than seeing Rachel Ray on some multi-million dollar studio be like, and today we're making potatoes and I'm, I might have a little bit of tequila. <laughs> and the right, crowd, right. the crowd gets, gets the lights that says laugh and the crowd goes, ah, ha, 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 ha. Right, it's just like right. our generation is so done with that shit that right. like seeing an old man with his shitty Samsung, you know, <laughs> phone recording how to make his best baked potatoes. I like a I big trust old that slab guy. of butter on mine. <laughs> I trust that guy over Rachel Ray any day. Right, dude. This episode is exactly. going to be called Fuck Rachel Ray. <laughs> All right. I love it, man. I love it. All right, dude. Well, good chatting. You going to call me today? I'm not going to call you because I got to get ready for my got work to do. fingerprint. I got work to do, too. Hell yeah, dude. Hey, you should burn your fingertips off. And when you go in there, be like, I what do you want me to do? I have no fingertips. <laughs> I should show up with, yeah, just some fucked up. I should just like go... I should cut them all. I should have like X's cut through them all. There's something dark <laughs> they'll be like, like that. They'll be like, I don't know what happened, but I don't think you'll get approved. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go press my fingertips up on the stove and see what happens. <laughs> all right. Oh my God. All right, Wana. Have a good night, buddy. Oh, have a good one, dude. Yeah, bye.